I'm Zack Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast, the one-stop shop for anything and everything related to YouTube. The show where me and Zach religiously watch JoJo Siwa. Every every Sunday, it's your tradition. We all gather around the fire, <laughs> turn on the TV, see what good old JoJo has uploaded, and are blessed by how good her content is on the daily. What's up, JoJo Siwa? That's pretty accurate. <laughs> Do we have JoJo on the show? <laughs> is that you, JoJo? <laughs> That's our that's our next interview, JoJo Siwa. I'd love to have her on for like ten minutes, and then I get annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You think she's that energetic in real life, or do you think it's just like I, I'd hope not. I'd hope not. Yeah, same. It'd be wild. I couldn't be around adults that energetic, much less I children. Couldn't. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a kids person. That's not not me. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's kind of a mood. So, I don't know. I mean, you have like. Six younger siblings, so you probably yeah. you probably understand that life. Yeah, five younger siblings. It's uh, it's a little wild. Wow. To say the least. It's a little wild. But Zach, we're not talking about children. <laughs> oh man. Although we might later. <laughs> we might put that down for later. Talk uh, about children. What are we talking about? That's a bad yeah, idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be epic. What are we actually um, talking about today? We're gonna talk about quitting YouTube. <gasps> Yay! Yay! <laughs> Everybody's favorite topic. <laughs> we're actually doing this because we're quitting tomorrow, but we figured we, yeah. you know, talk about it at least. Yeah. Give you guys the heads up. First. Just in case. So, but uh, before that, we got some other things to cover, including a little bit of YouTube news, or oh. rather Twitch news, <gasps> as well as our ad that we always have. I wonder who it's going to be. Take a guess. Vote now on your smartphone. And if you guess the correct answer, you guess the correct answer. Congrats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. We don't have anything to give away, unfortunately. But uh, no, we got some news. We got sponsors. And of course, your best segment, your week on YouTube, which will be pretty short this week because we don't have that much to talk about on either end. This is true. It was kind of depressed boy hours lately. So, But uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll say what we got to say on that. First off, though, I want to go ahead and talk about this Twitch news. Yeah. An old platform known as Twitch, live streaming platform, pretty much the biggest at this point. Facebook is like getting up there. Ah, getting up there. Oh, I got some Facebook news too. I just remembered okay. that. Okay. <laughs> I get to talk shit well, about Facebook. I'm add so it onto happy. the docket. Add it onto the docket. Um, but Twitch recently had their TwitchCon 2019. They're a sort of con where they announce a bunch of upcoming features and uh, stuff that's coming new to the platform. And a lot of it was uh, pretty exciting for me personally, just hearing about it because I've been wanting to get back into streaming for a while. And I think that's kind of just put a little bit more motivation, a little bit more pep in my step, if you will. Yeah. Uh, because the stuff they announced here I thought was pretty cool. Uh, let's start off with the big one first, though, the one that everybody is talking about people want an opinion on. Affiliates are now going to be getting that sweet, sweet ad money. Hey. It used to be partner only, but now it's going to be rolling out to affiliates, which is dope because ads play on affiliate channels. Ads play on every channel on Twitch, but only partners can make money off of that. Um, Similar to how like there's some guidelines in order to monetize YouTube 
ads there's there's guidelines to try to monetize twitch ads but at least with youtube like if you're not monetized you don't get any ads <laughs> thankfully right twitch has always been weird with that and so now affiliates are getting ads and we have heard two sides to this on the one end yeah people like me and you who are happy about it uh i feel like this change is gonna benefit help grow the platform a little bit more mm-hmm, um, for sure make twitch a little bit more money get more people on to twitch as a whole and then you have the other, the salty side that I've been hearing from a bunch of people like, I'm a partner. Why do, why do affiliates get ad money? <laughs> really? People are salty about it? Yeah. Some uh, people are. Yeah. Mainly, mainly old partners, not, yeah, not new people. That makes sense. Usually. So like, and I know I didn't do the best job describing that argument. I kind of made it sound a little whiny, but you know what? It's kind of a little it whiny. Does I feel sound like it's whiny. justified. So... <laughs> it's a very it's one of those mindsets of like there's not enough out there for me so i'm gonna like tear down other people yeah it's stupid i don't understand it ridiculous but no i'm happy about it i'm excited (laughs) really like if you're if you're that mad like stream better right like just Just do better at your job do better at your job and you will get ad money just as much as affiliates like there's enough to go around here but no that's i think that's really exciting um, the next biggest change, IMO, is uh, picture-in-picture ads, um, which for Twitch is a lot more important than it is for YouTube, because sometimes on YouTube you can get it in picture-in-picture mode when an ad's playing, that way you can still like browse whatever you're looking at or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, but like the video is stopped when an ad plays, right? So you're not missing video. Exactly. Um, whereas with live streams, anytime an ad plays, you are missing a substantial chunk of a live stream. Um, especially if you're new and just starting out because every time I want to go watch Zach, right. And he puts his link there. I have to click the link and then wait 30 seconds and miss like a good portion of his stream. When now I can just have picture in picture mode and still watch the stream at the same time. So I think this is also going to be pretty huge for Twitch, just kind of making these ads a lot less invasive, I think, and a lot more tolerable. Definitely. I've, it's been so frustrating trying to watch a streamer that I really enjoy. And it's like, I don't want to miss a minute of this. And uh, you can't just pause it and rewind. You have to just miss it. That sucks. Yeah. So that's going to be implemented relatively soon. Uh, The last couple of major ones I'll briefly touch on. Uh, iOS, the Twitch app, you're now going to be able to sub to people, which is cool. Uh, It looks like it's under a different sort of system, but it's going to be available. Um, Creator Studio, there's going to be a Twitch studio now. But it's not like the YouTube studio or the Facebook studio. This studio is more like to set up your live stream itself, like the layout and everything. Yeah. So that's really that's kind of weird. What do you think about that? <laughs> I don't know. I think it'll be I think it'll be interesting. I'm curious if it's gonna like take shit from like Streamlabs. That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna have their own built-in feed, chat, and alerts and stuff. And I actually like that because as uh. As effective as I've gotten my own stream layout to be, like, if it gets messed up and I have to restart OBS, I have to restart all of that. And that takes, like, a good hour or so to, like, set back up. So having that there would be cool. I think so. Super annoying. And then the last, last, like, little one is uh, these, like, points, basically. So, like... Now there's going to be a point system in play where if you are an active viewer of a stream, you can redeem points 
and get things like emotes and stuff simply by watching for long enough. So if like you're a dedicated cool. enough fan, you can gain points to that. Of course, it's all dependent on the streamer who sets it up, right? So how you want to set it up is dependent. Um, okay. But that seems to be one that's a little bit further down the road. I'm sure there are other features that I might have forgot about or missed, but I did cover the big ones at least. And uh, just to summarize, I think all of this is, is really freaking cool. YouTube, a lot of the time, is very kind of boring from a news perspective because when they do update stuff, people either get really mad or <laughs> it's a very minor change. Um, so as a platform, YouTube hasn't been exciting since 2012, in my opinion. Um, this at is least very in terms true. Of, at least in terms of innovation and, and new stuff. Whereas I feel like Twitch and a lot of live streaming platforms, just with how competitive that industry is getting... Twitch and all these other companies are going to have to start making their platforms a lot better. They're even redesigning the dashboard, as you saw uh, just recently, making it more user-friendly and more convenient and shit. And that's exciting. Yeah. That's exciting as someone who live streams to, to understand that the company is still trying to improve and make their platform better and hasn't just sort of sat on their laurels and been like, well, I don't have to do anything. No, you do. And I think that's <laughs> really cool. It makes Twitch way more exciting than YouTube right now. So I figured I'd, I'd bring it up for any of you guys. I completely agree. The back end on Twitch has been significantly improved over the last few months. Um, it's it's so much easier to get to a lot of things that took like me like 10 minutes sometimes just to figure out like where the fuck is this? I have no idea. It's right. significantly so easier to stream now, which is great. So that's exciting. I agree. But that's all my Twitch news. What did you have cool. in terms of the beautiful platform <laughs> known as Facebook? <laughs> so you remember I told you I was putting your everyday internet on Facebook? Because right. one of the one of the positives of Facebook is that organic reach is a lot wider. And so you can get a lot more views on Facebook than you can on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Well, this was all a lie. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> this was I know all this a fucking lie. So yeah. a, a dude on Twitter by the name of uh, Adam Conover, you would probably know him from the YouTube channel or the YouTube show, Adam Ruins Everything from College Humor. He, it's on TV. It, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, he retweeted a thing from some other dude. Long story short, uh, Facebook has to pay $40 million under a proposed settlement because they have been inflating viewership metrics on their site by 150 to 900%. Which is like a big number. <laughs> it would be different if it was like 5% or like yeah. 10. Yeah. 900 in some cases. Jesus. Yeah. So like any kind of, a lot of big YouTubers, um, I'm even concerned about, like a lot of the older big YouTubers completely moved their like entire production to, to Facebook, which I think is stupid in the first place. I think Very. most people can agree that was stupid to begin with. But they moved their entire production to Facebook probably around like 2014, 2015, because they were noticing that you could get a lot more views on Facebook. You were probably getting more engagement, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, as it turns out, Facebook has been inflating these views uh, probably for a, a long-ass time. And so not only were you not getting more reach in general on a website that you couldn't make money on directly <laughs> to begin with. Right. Right. Yeah. It's uh, like you're going to have to figure out what you're going to do now if you were one of those people because mm. 
Yeah, yeah, it sucks. So I have like two specific takes on this. Um, the first one that you had just mentioned earlier, uh, and even a lesson that we preach a lot, don't put your eggs in one basket because this shit happens all the fucking time, right? Like, don't put everything into Facebook. Yeah. Don't put everything into Twitch. Don't put everything into YouTube. Uh, we're not saying, like, go to all these other platforms uh, for for fun. Like, for sometimes it might be for financial benefit. If something goes under, if something changes, if the algorithm changes, if your business changes, the way internet business goes online, it, it, everything changes so quickly. And if you're not adapting, if you're not diversifying, if you're not going on to other platforms, and if you don't have backup plans to this shit... Um, it's not like a brick and mortar business. All of that could go under in one night, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and that's absolutely. just it. Right. And, uh, unfortunately the money and all the resources spent was not, uh, <laughs> online. That was real money and real shit. So yeah, that sucks. But like, you shouldn't have done that. My other take specifically is that 40 million just feels like a slap on the wrist. Oh yeah, IMO. absolutely. Absolutely. Like we're he- talking about multi-billion dollar industry or company. <laughs> yeah. YouTube's paying more for this Copa stuff, right? Like, yeah. And Facebook lied for several years about this sort of stuff, uh, ruined multiple people's careers, and are only having to pay $40 million, uh, not to reimburse those people, right? Like, you know, that $40 million isn't going to College Humor and everybody who got lied to. That $40 million's going somewhere else. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I think that's just, that's just shitty overall, because what it means is like, that's not a big enough penalty for Facebook to learn their lesson and not try doing something like this again. Or even more, like, shit that they're already doing wrong now. Yeah, because it's not the first thing they've done wrong. But won't admit now, basically, because of this sort of stuff. So, I don't know. I think $40 is a bit of a slap on the wrist, and I feel like it still encourages Facebook to just keep doing shit like this and, and call it call it a business loss, right? Write it off yeah. on taxes, I guess, or whatever, and call it a day. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's too light. That's not going to really change anything, unfortunately. I, I completely agree. I mean, I am. I have been very weary about Facebook for a while now. Uh, we've talked shit about it for a while on this podcast now, which is funny. But it's like, I think this was kind of the nail in the coffin for me to just like... <laughs> like, I was just putting Your Everyday Nerd on here again for the first time. Uh over the last couple months and I'm just going to stop. Like, I don't see the point in it. I don't really, I haven't cared about the platform in a very long time. Uh, if the reach that I thought was there isn't even there, then I don't even see the point in me continuing to do that because after putting up one to two videos on Facebook for the last two months, like there's been, I haven't seen anything right. as far as growth or metrics or anything good to begin with. And I don't see the point in me spending time right now learning this platform and figuring out exactly like what's the best tactics for Facebook. Because at the end of the day, if they're just going to lie about the analytics that we get in the first place, like fuck that, honestly. Yeah, I just don't think it's it's worth it right now from a content creator perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would also be worried about like all the Facebook Live people as well. Yeah. Because I would argue that's a bit more important than just straight up Facebook video. Um, yeah. so I'd be very, very like on top of your metrics, very on top of your analytics and be like, all right, did 30 people really show up to this live stream? Let me go look, right? Check the chat if you have to. Yeah. That'd be the big get, one, right? 
get actual evidence on this shit because I'd hate for um, people who went to migrate to Facebook Live to spread out to also be hit by that, which I think it isn't. I think all we know right now is it's just video stuff and like posts. I think so. But like it wouldn't surprise me if it reached into Facebook Live as well. Yeah, I don't know. I'm Do curious. Do more research. <laughs> uh, Look into it. <laughs> Facebook's entire video platform is solely dependent on very short, shareable videos. So it's not like anything that I've been doing recently has been in that vein in the first place. Like, Your Everyday Nerd is not short. Um, right. So it's not like I was expecting anything big out of it to begin with. But it's... Yeah, like there's a certain trust aspect there and as many shitty things as like YouTube has done or Twitch has done, like at least I know, at least I'm assuming <laughs> that I know right. that like <laughs> the the results and the metrics are are factual. Mm-hmm. So. And I think they have to be yeah. if you're getting paid from it, right? Yeah, like, I would you know, think so. Right? Facebook can skirt around it because they don't have to pay anybody. Yeah, this is, <laughs> so. this is true. You you start faking views on YouTube and Twitch, and now we get into some legal shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, now you're messing with people's income, which I guess you were before on Facebook, but even more to a certain degree, I feel like on YouTube and Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, it's messed up. That is messed up. It wasn't surprising. I mean, it was like a little bit in the moment, but after a while, it's just like, oh, I agree. I'm like I've yeah. heard so much shitty Makes news sense. about Facebook. <laughs> you just put it in the pile with everything else. So I don't know. I'm curious, like, I know Facebook has been, I, I want to get off this topic really quickly, but like, yeah, yeah I know I'm done, Facebook has been a, um, almost like our, fo- our modern phone book for a while. Like everybody's on there. You can get in touch with most people. You can keep in touch with a bunch of people that you've known over the years and that kind of shit. But I think that we're at the point where the internet has grown. Social media has grown. We have Twitter, we have Instagram, we have you know, YouTube and all these other platforms. I'm curious if we're going to see the end of Facebook at some point. Because you would have to wonder that it's like at the point it's at a little too big to fail, I guess. Um, I, I'm wondering that. Right. But I'm also you know? like the more, like I've talked to a lot of people over the last couple of years who have just like stopped using it. Right. And so like, what know. is, the, what is the offer that's unique at this point? I mean, like in 2004 when it started, really? absolutely. And as it grew, absolutely. But with things like Discord now, Twitter, better mm-hmm. YouTube, better streaming platforms, like Facebook can technically say it's a jack of all trades, but it doesn't do anything particularly well, I would argue, other mm-hmm. than the group stuff. And I think if more people start hopping on Discord and other like platforms like it, it won't yeah. even be the best at that anymore. I um, agree. I completely agree. So like... I don't know if there's going to be an audience in that. Um, and I feel like a lot of the current audience is just older people anyway. What happens when mm-hmm. they're gone? Right? Like, where do we go from there? <laughs> you know, marketplace, right. I guess. You know, like, <laughs> I, it's weird. I couldn't tell you, though. Yeah. To be sure. It's interesting. That's interesting. I'll keep my eye on it for sure. And I'm still using Facebook because I have to for client stuff. But, like, fuck, if there's a day that I can completely disconnect myself from that website, that'd be amazing. <laughs> sure. I'm thinking about it. I gotta figure out what to do with my channel art <laughs> to yeah. really do it. But like, uh, no, I got rid of the page a while back, and all I have now is there's just the regular account itself. So yeah. And absolutely. what are you gonna do? But that's all for our news segment. Let's quickly now jump into our good old advertisement bit of the podcast. <laughs> Zach, 
Who's our sponsor today? <gasps> our sponsor today is Awesome Creator Academy with the YouTube Starter Kit. If you're getting started yes. on YouTube and you have a little bit of money to throw around, why not check out the YouTube Starter Kit for $99, get over $1,500 of value, dozens of downloads from templates for advanced YouTube thumbnails, channel artwork, in cards, lower thirds. I also found out he's going to be putting up some live stream templates soon. So that's Ooh. pretty epic. Um, you that's can also get royalty-free background music, fonts, and more. Just pay that one price. Have unlimited access to future downloads as they come out. Like those uh, live stream templates. Check out the link in the description of the show notes. And in doing so, you'll be supporting another YouTube podcast. But of course, if you don't have 100 big ones and you still want to support this podcast, you can become a supporter on Anchor. At anchor.fm slash another dash YouTube dash podcast, you can decide to support us financially at $1. $5 or $10 oh, a month not. and we'll read your name on the podcast in however weird of a tone you want. <laughs> While we plan to do this podcast for a really long time, the more financial support we have, the easier it will be for us to maintain a consistent schedule. Thanks to Anchor and Awesome Creator Academy for sponsoring the episode. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've been doing Anchor ads on this podcast too, actually now as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Them. They usually at the they were used they used to be at the very beginning, right? But um, Anchor now has mid roll ads, so I just cut out the podcast into like two parts and then put put it in. The Ooh, that's hype! It's usually, not on the YouTube one, is it? It's just on the Anchor. It's just on the Anchor one. Yeah. All the other podcasty platforms, I guess. So. Yeah, it's pretty hype. pretty epic. I concur. But Indeed. uh, with all that being said. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to yes. get into everybody's favorite segment? Yes. Your week on YouTube trademark. Ah. Wow. You said it right this time. I'm impressed. I, I did. <laughs> you actually, I tried this You actually time. did it. Yeah. And I could argue you were more tired in this episode than you were in those other ones. This so. is very possible. I don't know what it is about this. Uh, again, going to be very short. We don't have a whole lot to talk about. Um, you mind if I go first this one? Because I think you it. did last time. Okay. So, basically, still at your boy's granddad's house. All that sort of stuff. Mm. I'm not going to bore you all with the life details. Because I have that on my own podcast on Aiden on Anchor. New episode this Friday. (laughs) If you want more details on that. Uh, But I won't talk about it here. As far as actual content creation shit, we got the Aiden on Anchor stuff. Um, Lions Honor Gaming. Missed this week, unfortunately. But should be back at it next week Mm. with the regular uploads. Me and Zach recorded a good bit of Fire Red, so that's hype. We uh, did. What was that? You all shall have like an episode by the time this comes out or whatever. So who knows? That should be hype. Um, Gulf War video came out like I mentioned earlier, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's it. Because I haven't had the opportunity to really do anything else because I'm still here for a while. Needless to say, that situation has improved tremendously. Uh, by the late October, early November, we might even be better off. I'm getting the stupid internet situation finally figured out, which is nice. nice. Uh, so that'll be epic. But yeah, in terms of actual content, it's been kind of a, a slow burn, if you will. Um, but even though I'm not doing content, I'm still obviously planning things, writing things down, talking about strategy, talking about what I want to do for the rest of the year, going into 2020. Me and Zach spent a good bit of time on that as well. 
mm-hmm. and uh, just sort of getting ready to, to hop back into things, I guess, because I'm sort of at the the end of this waiting period, I guess, and I kind of want to get back to making stuff. So, yeah, I think that's where I'm at with my week on YouTube. That's pretty epic. My uh, last two weeks of, of YouTube has been, like, not a whole lot. <laughs> came off of that really like super productive month and a half and then uh shit just kind of got crazy again and uh my sleep schedule got messed up again so i'm still like working on that it's it's kind of back to normal now but still figuring out some things still trying to like you know plan for the future but also keep on top of things now so i just haven't had a whole lot come out in the last couple weeks um but still try to prioritize the health and the depression and all that kind of stuff. So that's been one of my, my bigger priorities just because, right. you know, life stuff is still happening. Shit's still hitting the fan. It seems like every single day something new is messed up and trying to figure out what to do here and there and family stuff still being frustrating. But like trying to deal with everything as it comes. As it is. You're like Bob the Builder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fixing issues, yeah, fixing fix mistakes. Yeah. yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, so yeah, I really don't have a whole lot to talk about. My uh, personal podcast, the Come Ups, still got episodes come out every like two times a week, so mm-hmm. that's been pretty consistent. This podcast has been consistent. Uh, Titans in the Trash Pan. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, that's that been show. consistent. That show's uh, been on point. That's been the main thing that's so been like super consistent, but uh. I should have more stuff coming out this weekend and next week. I started a CW TV show review channel, so that that's cool. You did. I'm sure I'll get burnt out again on that. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I haven't been burnt out. That's the thing. Like, I'm definitely not burnt out. I'm still working on shit. Um, I've been reading a lot lately, which is dope. Like something I haven't done oh, in nice. years. So I'm kind of hype about that. Uh, it's just been like a lot of my extra time has been going towards other things and figuring out other things. So, dope. Yeah, I'm glad you're still on the the health stuff because even while I've been out here wasting away, not doing much of anything, one of the things I have been consistent on is is the health stuff. So That's like good. Water, walking, showering. Even though I'm not doing nothing most of the day, the least I'm doing is is trying to still commit to a lot of that health stuff. So yeah. glad to hear you are too, even in, in rough situations. Cause that's important. That's when like most people quit a yeah. lot of the time. Is when shit gets bad. But I like even though it's bad, like you're still working out and drinking water and sleeping and all that sort of fun stuff. So for sure, yeah, exactly. Cool beans. Agree. Yo, are we going into the topic now? No, we gotta kill another twenty minutes okay. before that happens. The rule is that this your week on YouTube has to go for forty-five minutes or an hour before <laughs> the main topic starts. So if you could just stall for a little bit, okay, maybe talk about Jay's week for a little bit. Uh, Jay's <laughs> you know, been doing good. He's been putting out some CW reviews. He has new season just started. New season of The Flash is pretty epic. You can hear Bad my one. thoughts about the first two episodes of The Flash on the, the podcast called After the Flash with Jay Zoomster wow. and I. You're plugging. Plugging. It's also pretty epic, yeah. Dope. The uh, classic Tetris World Championships this Sunday. <gasps> Actually, as this episode comes out, 
I'm going to be watching that for like three hours that night. So that's hype. <laughs> I'm excited about that. <laughs> Dope. Cool. Oh, I um, I guess I didn't tell you about this, but like, uh, I did like a, a little an Alzheimer's walk dealio. Um, oh. I put it up on Twitter or whatever about like a week or two ago, I guess at this point. Oh, I, I think I saw the that podcast at all, but uh, yeah, no, it was really cool. It was like walking around several a mile or two. And uh, it was really awesome because I'd been walking <laughs> as yeah. I was supposed to, so it didn't fucking kill my legs like it usually does. So that's dope. Yeah, that was hype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. It's just fun to to take pictures, you know, do a little walked in Alzheimer's dealio. And I used to do it all the time as a kid, but it didn't really in the past several years. Um, so getting back out to do it, walking a little bit, getting a shirt out of it, that sort of shit, it was nice. Nice. I want to do like a 5k at some point. That'd be one really day. Fun. But yeah, no, that's, that's really dope. Awesome. But that'll do it for your week on YouTube. Trademark. Now we got to get into the main topic. Why Zach uh-huh. is quitting YouTube tomorrow. Yeah. So tell yeah, us yeah. Zach, what's, what's the deal with YouTube? So. <laughs> and say like Jerry though. What's the deal? What's the deal with YouTube? It's a, it's another Thursday as we record this, which means I want to quit YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's another day that ends with why, right? <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I don't personally want to quit YouTube, but I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, I joke about it a lot. We joke about it a lot on the podcast. I know that I'm not. Right. We're not the only ones that joke about it in our friend group, uh, which is probably a problem. <laughs> but I think I think a lot of it just comes down to depression and wanting to quit everything, not just YouTube. So right. Um, but no, there's there's a lot of people that genuinely have the the conversation with other people, or they uh, they consider like actually quitting YouTube at some point. I thought it'd be interesting if we talked about maybe like sometimes that we personally thought about actually quitting YouTube, and then like what you should do if that is something that you're considering. Okay, that could be fun. It could actually help a few people too. Yeah, get them out of that that potential rut, or maybe maybe even the opposite. Just convince more people to quit. Who knows? Right. Well, because <laughs> the thing about quitting is that it's oftentimes looked at as, as like a negative. Like, mm-hmm. don't be a quitter, Johnny. You gotta be like your father. You no, know, he never quit <laughs> anything. That's what we say in the Snyder household, like that kind of thing. Right. But I know I've quit some things in the last couple of years, and it's felt great to do that. I know you quitting felt the healthy. same. Yeah, quitting is is a healthy practice, and we'll talk about like some of the 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 good reasons to quit and yeah. why it might be beneficial, depending on your circumstance and situation. It depends, obviously, but we'll talk about that sort of stuff as well. I guess I think I want to start a little bit before we get into me and you. Um, what do you think, I guess, sort of the the mindset and the psychology is behind why a lot of people start YouTube for one thing and then and then after a, a period of time want to quit? Like, what do you think has to go into someone's head to be like, all right, it's quitting YouTube time. Like, what do you think are the commonalities, I guess? I think I think there's two extremes to it. I'd say on one end of the spectrum, there are people that see YouTube as an opportunity to get some instant gratification, right? Get a bunch of views, make a lot of money, get really famous, quit their daytime job, all that kind of stuff. 
And so when they start YouTube and they realize that that's not the truth, that that could happen, but it's not going to happen quickly. It's probably going to take a lot of time, a lot of work, a lot of effort. They realize that maybe this isn't for them, and then they consider quitting, or they do quit. True, I'd say the the majority of people who quit YouTube are people who quit within the first month or two months of actually doing it. I'd say. Right? No, I think you're entirely right. There's there's so many people that'll just start and then realize it's not something for. Maybe they do realize it's not something for them. Uh, but yeah, I think that's the most common, common one. Sure. The other side of the spectrum though, which I'm also a little interested in is the, the type of person that started YouTube maybe when they were younger or just started YouTube a few years ago, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. They've been doing it for so long and they haven't made as much progress and they decided they want to quit. And we're really going to start getting into that as YouTube kind of hit its 10-year anniversary. Um, and we're now even past that as well, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're like 14 right. years on. I think so, at yeah. This, at this point. And it's like, people who started back in 2006 may not feel the drive to anymore. Um, but there are still a lot of people, even not in that camp, who, as YouTube continues to age and, and change and adapt and, and go through all these changes... People who do this for several years um, kind of get sick of that and think, well, like, why do I have to do this anymore? Or I've tried doing this for so long and I'm not getting anywhere. What's the point to it all? And uh, those type of of quitting moments are are typically a lot more sad (laughs) than the other group. that's true. Um, Which, thankfully, they're not as common, but still um, can be a real emotional... uh, deal to go through i find from what i've heard i think you're right there's a there's a lot of anomalies here too i mean there's the the person that's been doing youtube for seven eight years they got really successful and then now they realize everything that they grew their channel on isn't something they can continue doing on today's platform you know because of demonetization and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um we've definitely seen people who get canceled creators canceled that's another situation right Someone who's successful, they make one little mistake or they make a big mistake, right? And it, they, they get canceled. Um, there's, there's other people that just started die. out as a hobby. <laughs> well, there are people that die. That is oh, a reason wow. to quit YouTube. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's some people that started out as a hobby and they realize they don't like that hobby anymore. There's some people that start it and they are very successful, but... They don't want to do what their audience wants anymore. You know, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to see a lot of like Fortnite YouTubers quit in the next couple of years if they haven't already. Right. Right. I don't know. Fortnite Chapter 2 just came out. So it may be a pretty good time to get that Fortnite. I thought it was the same with Minecraft YouTubers and apparently a lot right? of them are still around. So who knows? <laughs> it's yeah. hard. To, it, that's I think that's the point, though. Like trying to predict the platform and where it's going to go and what's going to be relevant in a few years is so hard to predict a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that trying to build a stable career off of that instability can lead a lot of people to quit, justifiably so. Um, especially if it turns into a career and you reach a point where you can no longer financially support yourself. It's one thing if you're doing it as a hobby for fun and if you have the free time. It's another when, like, LOL, you don't have any money anymore. And now you have to find a way to support you and your family. 
Like, <laughs> you know? Right. It's wild. <laughs> exactly. And I think we, we've, we've talked a lot of positives about YouTube over this podcast. And I, I still want to bring them here because... Absolutely. There are... There are still so many opportunities on this platform. There's still so many opportunities as an online content creator in 2019, 2020, and beyond that like quitting YouTube because of financial instability or something like that, I don't think is the smartest option mm-hmm. unless you suck at what you're doing, right? Wow. But like, you know. But no, I, I, I don't think that quitting YouTube because of financial instability or because of you're not really seeing how you're going to make a career out of what you're doing is the smart option. I think it comes down to a lot of, here it is again, self-awareness, um, figuring out Ooh. why you're on the platform to begin with. Is it because you're looking for opportunities? Okay, well then just keep going. Uh, but more more often than not, I think that some of the best creators on the platform, whether you're big or small, uh, are going to be there because they enjoy doing it to begin with. Right. You know, back when I did a my first YouTube advice video, uh, before this podcast, before I even met you, I think, this was a while back, oh. and it's like an hour of all the things I learned from YouTube. Oh, um, that's interesting. And there was a lot of pieces of advice. A lot of it has not held up very well. Uh, <laughs> especially as I've grown and, and continued, but... Believe it or not, I had organized it out, written it all out, everything, so I could get over all what I needed to in a concise amount of time. But the first thing I talked about, before the equipment, before the production value, uh, before script writing, before the social media stuff, channel art, before all of that, the first thing that I covered is finding your why. Finding your reason to exist on YouTube. Why are you doing this? And at the time... Like, that's still powerful. And then I went through a phase where, like, that's kind of stupid. Just do it because you want to. And now I've kind of gone a little bit full circle on it and went, well, a lot of the reason people quit and don't know what they're doing is because they haven't found their why yet. Um, and or, or maybe realize that their why could be achieved somewhere else. But, like, mm-hmm. the point I'm trying to make is finding your reasons for why uh, you want to do YouTube or any online platform, Twitch, Mixer, Twitter, whatever, um, can be can be huge in deciding whether or not you want to continue or quit. Um, and those reasons can change as you get older, as your content evolves, as the platform evolves. Uh, but I find those reasons are kind of what hold your career up. And the moment those reasons are gone or, or, or fractured or you have none left is, is the moment when a lot of people, I think, leave. Um so finding out your why before you even start was the first piece of advice I offered in that video before you did anything else. And I think to a certain extent, um, that's still true today. So <laughs> props to me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're entirely right. I mean, I think that finding your why, not just on YouTube, but just in general is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Right? Like no matter what career path you set forth or hobbies or jobs or... Even relationships, I think finding a why in, in just about anything uh, will, will, number one, help you become more self-aware, and then number two, figure out whether that is something that is for you. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I don't think YouTube's going to be going anywhere for a very long time. And so as much as it might suck to hurt, like 
you leaving the platform is not going to change anything about no. the platform. It's nope. not going to change anything about your audience. They might miss you, but they're going to find other people to watch. And so you really need to be there because you want to be there. Not just because you feel like I have to keep doing it or other people are expecting me to do it or I'm going to leave and let the, the platform change and then come back. Like nobody else is going to care. It really comes down to whether or not you feel like you want or need to be there to begin with. Right. And look, like for some people, like your time could be better spent like writing yeah. or, you know, on Twitter or, or taking pictures even. And that's cool too, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. But if it is YouTube and if it is videos and if it is content creation on this platform, um, then I think that'll help you go a long way when you reach year four or five and it isn't as sexy as it was when you started out, when you were the <laughs> up and coming, when you're now five years in and you're not at the place you'd like to be yet because you're struggling and you're learning and you're, and you're picking up new things along the way. Like... When it gets to that point, when you invested in so much time to this thing that it feels almost like pressure and stress and all this sort of stuff, um, ultimately it's going to be that that reason and that why that's going to pull you through that, I feel like, a lot of the time. Or at least can help you, um, at the very least. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. I know I've, I've heard a lot of like conversations and interviews around, and to get into a little bit of a deeper topic surrounding this is like, like suicide and like life and wanting to quit life. Like I've heard a lot of conversations and thoughts and articles and stuff about that. And a lot of people will say that like when they went to therapy and they talked to somebody about things, like the thing that the therapist helped them figure out is like the people around them, they care, they, they care about them and the hobbies and the interests that they have and just uh, helping them figure out like, why it is that it's important for them to stick around. Right. And so YouTube is a little bit different because if you do quit YouTube, like it's not gonna, it's not going to impact necessarily everybody around you in in the way that killing yourself would, right? Like completely different topic, but there, there is some, if you're, if you're really struggling with the question, if you're asking the question, should I quit YouTube? Then I think that you have some kind of emotional interest, some kind of like emotional um, investment in YouTube and in making mm-hmm. videos that you may not need to be the person that quits YouTube. You might that might not be something for you. I think maybe you would you would probably do better if you just figured out why you were there to start out with, and then you know go through the questions and figure out from there. Right. And I think in, in the same way, someone who's depressed talks to a therapist to figure out their reasons for living. Um, a cool part of this discord in this community is having the opportunity to talk to people about Zach and Jay about what the fuck am I doing with my content and why am I making it? Right. Um, having good friends, having uh, fans even to talk to about this sort of stuff can really kind of give you a little bit of insight that maybe you hadn't seen before. Um and I think that, again, that's really helpful because there are points when I feel like I'm lost and I'm running around in circles and I'm not really accomplishing anything and I'm just posting stuff to post stuff. Uh, but I get into really good conversations with people that remind me why I'm doing it in the first place. And, and that can be super impactful um, 
And it's one of the key reasons I advocate for like finding a community or at least a group of peers to help you get through a lot of those rougher times in general. Um, and a lot of people like don't have good friends and that, that sucks and that's, that's awful. And I, and I hope you like find people in your life that care about you and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I know in my case, I'm lucky to have this group of people here to help me through a lot of those rougher creative questions or out there philosophies, I guess, for why to create content, I guess. I agree. I agree. I'm wondering, so let's, uh, before we get into like very specific cases of like this type of person, whether they should or shouldn't quit YouTube, let's Mm -hmm. go through our own experiences. Are there any times where you've ever thought about quitting YouTube? So like, (laughs) (laughs) if you were to look back at my whole like YouTube career, right? Mm -hmm. Like most of that stuff, in one form or another, has been me quitting, right? <laughs> like, Mr. Mario 952 didn't go anywhere. The Sploder Show didn't go anywhere. The Duper Brothers didn't go anywhere. Any Let's Plays I ever did never finished, right? Any projects I had, like uh, like voice acting stuff, never went anywhere. Any live streams I did, I never got an audience, right? Like, multiple points, years and years even, of YouTube stuff and online content creation... All that stuff declined, and I eventually, in result, quitted. I quit a lot of that stuff and chose to no longer focus on it. Um, Mm -hmm. Some of it was my choice. Some of it was other people not wanting to do it anymore. Um, Some of it was the type of content that I was making. But, like, a lot of that history is just quitting moment after moment after moment after moment, looking for something, something to build, something to, to, to look back at. And I think Blue Couch Productions has been the first in my internet career where I have built something and I'm still doing it for three years now. Like, it impresses me that I've been doing this for three years now because every other form of online internet creation and all that sort of stuff barely lasted a year. Some even a couple of months. So the idea that three years later I would still be doing Blue Couch Productions... Um, given where it started, what it's gone through, what I've personally as a human being have gone through. Right. And to see that even it's still here three years later, um, is wild to me. And that's not to say that I didn't quit along the way. Like, like we mentioned, we've quit like a thousand little side projects and tiny things. I've stopped series on my channel, right? I quit multiple little things here and there. Um, but it never got to the point where I thought, I need to quit Blue Couch Productions altogether. I don't think I've ever gotten to the point where I've thought to myself, it would probably be better to quit the whole channel and not produce stuff online. Um, okay. Yet. <laughs> I'm yeah. still very early in it, though, to, to say the least. But I, I've, I've had a good <laughs> run of things, I'd say, as well. Um, this Discord being one of those good things that's has oh, yeah, through a lot, sure. of those, a lot of those rough patches, like I mentioned earlier. I think obviously, like it's it's awesome how long you've stuck with Blue Cash Productions. That being, I guess you're like the most successful thing you've had so far, which I think ever. is really dope. Um, but I'm ever, curious, ever. like, so you you did stop and quit small projects along the way, but when mm-hmm. you quit one of those, was it ever a thing where you were like, I'm gonna walk away from YouTube entirely, or was it I'm just gonna go do something different? Was it a right. pivot or was it an entirely entire quit before you went back to it? That's what I'm curious about. 
So a lot on Blue Catch Productions has mainly been those pivots. Right, um, for sure. A, a lot on my channel has been, I need to quit this so that the time and resources spent on it can be better used for something else. Right. Uh, and so most of Blue Catch Productions has been that. The older stuff, a lot of that was like, I didn't even have a chance to pivot before it was over, right? Um, for one reason or another. Again, some of them out of my control. A lot of that right. quit before it even really started. Okay. Uh so like that type of shit or more quitting uh, Blue Catch Productions has just been a lot of pivoting and I don't think I've gotten to the point where I've again thought about quitting the whole thing altogether um, at least right. on at least on this current channel but even with the older stuff it doesn't seem like you ever had a thought of like I'm gonna walk away from everything no no like, it, it, ever, it looked like you just have. like even when things were cut short you at some point were like alright I'm gonna go do this other thing now Right. So that's good. Yeah. Again, like I, I like what I do. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what that comes for down sure. to. For sure. Now, now have I thought about like, have I thought about like potentially starting a new channel? Right. And mm -hmm. like knowing what I know now, right. Like, sure. I, I'll that's admit that. Too. I'll admit that like, it would probably make a lot more sense to start on fresh ground, take all the knowledge I gained from blue couch productions and build it into something bigger and better. Um, but that's still not really the definition of, of quitting you're really getting at. Is, that's, no. that's again, sort of a pivot to a different channel, granted. Mm -hmm. Um, but to something like that. A dozen of those, right? <laughs> and even with those earlier projects that I quit, like, they came one after another, meaning that I didn't just have breaks off the internet. Okay. Right? Like, when one of these things stopped, something else came either a month or, or a couple of months later, I'd say. Um... And, like, again, like, I've had depressive episodes, I've had rough patches, for sure, uh, and I've wondered about, like, if, will this even be a thing in five or so years, right? Like, I Yeah, for sure. It depends. I think I'm a little too early to say, though, at the moment, and uh, also, I'm, ha I'm still having a whole lot of fun with Blue Cash Productions, so I think that's where I'm at, at least, so. That's cool. No, it's yeah. good. I think for the audience, like just hearing that, you could, you can see that if you if you really enjoy creating stuff, like even if things quit because it was out of your control, even if you had to like pivot to something different, like you're still gonna enjoy doing it years later. Mm -hmm. And um, like even you just saying like I'm a little too early right now to to really know about the future. Like yeah, absolutely. Even with just <laughs> three, three years at this guys. channel. Just even just, three. like, what, five, six years you've been doing it? Like, just doing yeah. content creation in general? Like, mm -hmm. online? Like, it's not a lot in the I was in middle of... school and high school for some of that time, too. Right? Like, <laughs> right? I wasn't even an adult. I didn't even give it my best effort at those stages right? in life. And now I'm just now, like, turning 22. Like, who knows, right? I have no idea um, for a lot of that stuff. Now, granted, like, I took breaks, right? Like, I haven't been as active as I'd want to. But, like, none of those breaks were ever to the point where, like, eh, fuck it, I've took a break for long enough, I can just quit the whole thing altogether, right? Like, no one cares. Right. Like, every break that I've taken, every hiatus that I've been a part of, I come back, right? And there might mm -hmm. be a point where I don't want to come back, <laughs> but I, I'm not there yet, I don't think. That's a move. <laughs> but what about you, Zach? Ooh. Okay, so, I have three distinct moments where I highly considered quitting YouTube. 
or I walked away for a little bit. Um, but obviously I always came back. Mm -hmm. But, uh, three, three moments. One of them I talked about on my personal podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and bring that one up now since it's the most recent, but, uh, about, I think it was sometime at the beginning of this year, maybe like February or March, my hard drive broke. Yeah. And I thought I had lost literally everything that I needed to make my Your Everyday Nerd show and this podcast and the live streams and everything. Like all my presets, all my default settings, all my assets, just fucking, I think I had like four or five videos like already like working on like everything. And it took me like hours to figure out like how I could even back any of this stuff back up and try to figure out what was going on with the hard drive. And I stepped away for a little bit and I was, I was like, fuck dude. Like if I want to quit, I can quit now. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Like, like I've That's joked a pretty about good reason it too. Like, right. You know, I've joked about quitting considered. before. Yeah. If I want to quit, like this is the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's your sign so I sat back I tried to calm my ass down a little bit went back continued to like figure out what was going on it still took me like a couple hours finally was able to back everything back up on a different hard drive so didn't lose everything but I still thought about it for, for the rest of that day I was like you know still depressed still here still <laughs> dealing with family stuff still yeah. figuring out other things considering getting a job anyways right like right I wanted to, like, this was the time, um, but obviously I didn't really want to. It was just a moment of weakness. I wanted mm -hmm. to keep, I, I want to keep making content. It's something I very much enjoy and uh, something I just want to continue to do more and more and more of it. So. I guess yeah. in that instance, had you decided, let's say hypothetically, to, to quit YouTube because let's just say you lost everything. Mm -hmm. Do you think... At some point in time in the near future, would you have tried to gone back to it, or you Probably. think you would just stayed away forever? Because that's that's what actually, I'm trying to worry here. Like, would you have quit forever over I don't this? Know, actually, that's a good question. Or, or would it have been a thing where like you mull over it for several months and then like either make a new channel or hop back on that horse, right? Like, because I feel like you, even more than me specifically, just have such a drive to create shit. Yeah. That would put you out for a while. Don't get me wrong. Like, that's yeah. fucked up. But in about a year or so, like, you know, I <laughs> I feel like you would eventually make it back up and, and put that shit back out again. I think Obviously, right. you don't know. <laughs> I think it's more of like, I probably was over-exaggerating in general. No. And I think I was being a drama queen to begin with. <laughs> like, I'm just going to quit. <laughs> Fuck everything. Oh, wow. Uh, but, like, I... I think, like, reflecting on it a little bit more, thinking about that specifically, thinking about a lot of things that I've quit over time or a lot of things that, like, I could have quit a lot sooner and I just didn't, um, being being pretty stubborn also, I yeah. probably would have been like, fuck, dude, I hate everything, I want to quit. I'd probably talk to you and Jay and talk to some other people. And then just decide that I was going to go on like a few month hiatus, go get a job or something, try to get back off of my feet first. And then uh, slowly work on shit for the channels and trying to get things back up to normal again. But yeah, it, it would it would probably be like a long few month hiatus for sure, at the least. And then I would come back at some point because I, I, I genuinely don't think 
I don't think I'd be happy if I wasn't doing that too. <laughs> right. That's what I was gonna say too. Like the depression was already lasted. getting to me. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I would else I would have done. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <clears throat> and that's another thing. It's like over the years, because I'm on like year eight now for some reason. Yeah, um that's another thing I've been doing it for so long. Like why the fuck would I quit at this point? But mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on, I'm on like year eight and there's definitely been moments over the last eight years where school was so difficult and I had so much going on in life and that like, I, I just had to not touch YouTube stuff for a while. Like I just didn't do anything for YouTube for a few months. Um, I know a couple of times that happened in college, but one specific time in college, this is like time number two, I was finishing up. I think freshman year, freshman or, or sophomore year, I was about to start a job at, yeah, middle of sophomore year, I'm starting a job at the uh, uh, web development company and thinking about summer, I'm thinking about college, I'm thinking about what I want to do, I'm still on mm-hmm. my bullshit about wanting to be a video game composer and <laughs> yeah, also still needing to finish my degree for music education and it's literally this summer was when i decided like i'm gonna take a long ass break i made like a 45 minute video and said i'm gonna take a gigantic hiatus i don't know when i'll be back and then at the end of the summer i started uploading again (laughs) right didn't last too long it didn't last me long but it was interesting i think that was the time that i really kind of figured out like oh you know what yeah it was 2016 it was the end of 2016 Mm-hmm. that I came I back that and was like I'm gonna fucking do YouTube and be serious about it now Yeah. Um, because I realized like I wanted to do it I couldn't not make videos for some reason I just got depressed I think this case is a little bit more compelling than the hard drive one specifically because it was at a point in your life when you weren't all in on YouTube like yeah. Part of the reason I don't buy that you would have quit after the hard drive thing was you were already so invested in making money at this point that the idea that you would have just left all together doesn't, like, really flow with my, like, conception of of 2018, Zach. Like, it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't. Um, No. No, this is 2019. This is the beginning of this year. 2019, even. Right. So, like, there's no way I could have seen that happening, whereas this case in particular, you weren't all that serious in YouTube. You did it for, like, fun. Right. Right. And like college in particular is a big time when a lot of responsibilities on you and you're kind of looking toward the future. That that's a pretty good like reason to be like, you know what, maybe I should focus my efforts towards something else. Um, Mm -hmm. Because there was a lot of things as a kid and as a teenager that I dropped um, because I had work to do and things to work on. And when YouTube is something for fun, it's one of the things to go, honestly, Um, which is why a lot of those years like there just isn't uploads from me or if there are mm-hmm. it's very sporadic and on side projects because your time is so limited um whereas now it's a bit different because you and me do like a youtube podcast nine different shows or trying to make money and like i'm more invested in it than ever but back then like who knows we <laughs> it could have had a bad tuesday and quit all youtube and you would have been fine that's fair right? your, no, your life would have been just the same <laughs> right like yeah. it would not have ruined you whatsoever so i think this case is a little bit more strong even though again like you said you came back immediately so i think this case was also or this uh the hard drive case was also weird because 
not only would I have lost all of my stuff, but I would have lost all my client shit too. Mm-hmm. And so like, like redoing a lot of that stuff would have taken at least a couple of weeks and I had bills to pay and I already sure. was struggling. So like there was that to consider too. <laughs> right. That's fine. Um, fortunately I did not lose everything. So that's good. But yeah. Um, okay. Going back the first time uh, that I had actually, I didn't, I didn't fully quit YouTube. Well, I basically did. No, I basically quit YouTube for like almost an entire year. Um, 2011, I started in like November or May. I started in May 2011. Um, I'm doing YouTube all throughout 2012, doing a lot of Let's Plays, doing music covers, doing all this kind of shit. 20, the end of 2012 happens. September, I get in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Girl yeah, I'd been talking right to for like a few months. We'd been best friends for like two years. So like just a couple months into that relationship, it was already way more serious than I should have been. Mm-hmm. And we're getting into 2013. I had just been talking to some people about like commentary and my video quality. And like they were kind of giving me some constructive criticism as to how I can make my videos better. And I was like, that's cool. And so I started doing that. Deleted like a hundred videos, decided wow. I was going to restart like all my let's plays and shit. And so I start getting into that and I'm also like junior year of high school, getting ready for college and marching band about to get a job in a relationship that I thought was, like I said, way more serious than it really was. Um, I had actively considered that YouTube was a waste of my time at the time and I put on an update video and I said I was going to be uh taking a long hiatus from YouTube. I didn't know when I would be back, but, uh, yeah. Wow. And, uh, that's another one of those times where like, that was super early on. Early, early. So that's the, this is only like two years in, like I definitely could have quit, but absolutely. Um, I also didn't have internet at the house. So it was just like all these different things where it's just like YouTube just wasn't a priority at the time. I was big into music, um, but going back into like the end of 2013, going into 2014, I was like, I want to make videos again. I want to make Let's Plays again, and uh, <laughs> you know, and then starting college, being out on my own, having having a room to myself, or at least with a roommate that I could record in occasionally, like. Kind of gave me a drive to get back into to doing it again. And, uh, which is probably why 2014, 2015 were some of the weirdest content of mine to go back and look on. Because <laughs> it's all... It's great era. It's all wild. It's just a bunch of weird shit. Yeah. You need to channel some of that energy for 2020. None of it's good, but it's all a bunch of weird shit. Yeah, I've gone back to I it know. for sure. I think every two years I have like a... A new, like, LOL, I'm going to go wild <laughs> for a little bit. Mm. But yeah, um, we can talk about our creative projects. I know we want to kind of do an episode on that at some point. Sure. It'll be cool to go through. But yeah, that was the first time that I wow. quit YouTube. And this one definitely had the longest in terms of time spent away. It did. It was it. months. So I think at the, I'd have to say 
this one's probably the most like potential chance of it actually happening mm-hmm. i'd say mm-hmm. over the other two and like number two was good number three it was kind of low on my thing <laughs> but like this first one i think is because at that point right again taking it back we're not invested in youtube we're not the kind of people we are and then even with example two you had already kind of been in it for a little bit but i think what really sold the potential chance of this happening was just how early it was mm-hmm. because if you've only been doing it for a year or two and you quit like you didn't waste that much time all that's things true. considered that's, that's just at the point where you can leave and still feel okay right it's when you get into like three four five that you start feeling bad if it's not going anywhere but you're at, like, the point of no return where, like, if you leave, like, again, you'll be fine, right? Like, <laughs> you're totally mm-hmm. fine. And, and I know I said that for point two, but at least by case two, you had already kind of been doing it for a bit longer. Right. Um, so I think that's what really sells case one for, like, potentially happening is you were just so early on um, that it could have possibly happened. Who knows? <laughs> that's true. That's true. I think it's the highest percentage. I think it's when I look back on my life and YouTube and a lot of things that I've been involved in, I think what's really cool is that I really, in the grand scheme of things, haven't quit much. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There's college. Like, I technically quit college, but even then I finished four years. Um, I quit some things in college, certain clubs, certain organizations, certain ensembles. But, like, at the end of the day, like... Every interest that I've had, I usually go back to in some form or fashion. Right. Even like reading. Why, like, like, there were years where I just didn't read a book for fun and now I'm reading again. So that's cool. Which is like why quit is such a weird word because we're both still in the grand scheme of things so very young mm-hmm. that like we have the opportunity to pick back all this stuff at whatever point in time. I could quit YouTube tomorrow and still have another 30 years to pick it back up. Right? Exactly. I could still make the best content in my life, right? Like, I think would be more accurate in our case is we had a lot of off and on sessions. We had a yeah. season where we were kind of off, a season where we were kind of on, back and forth. Um, some cases even a year. Um, Which I think is were, natural because... It's fine. Right, with like that's most okay. things, there are on and off seasons... YouTube is one of those things where, like, you're expected to go at it 100% all the time. Yeah. And, like, we don't we don't actively <laughs> – yeah. we're, we're not built for that kind of thing. Even, like, as humans, even, like, professional musicians, they write an album for a few months and then they go on tour for a few months. Like, they go and switch things up. YouTube, it's hard to do that. So it makes sense that there would be off and on seasons. Right. Which is why, like – I think it's a little bit dishonest for me to be like, I've been doing YouTube for three years. Like, technically, the date says that, but did I put all that time in those three years to YouTube? Absolutely not. Right? Like, oh, that's entirely fair. <laughs> again, there were hiatuses and weeks and, and shit where nothing happened. I yeah. didn't spend all three years on YouTube. It's just something I've been doing for three years. And I think right. it's even more true in your case with how many channels and projects, like, you technically weren't working on youtube all throughout those eight years they were very much on and off seasons through a lot of it if i wanted to be more accurate i'd say i've probably been doing youtube for real for like a year or two right and i'd say about the same for you as well if if like we're we're counting in effort and how much time spent um i'd probably put it a a little bit more around that range rather than five six seven and eight years Mm. 
So because we just, we just do so many things, we do a lot of things. Um, yeah. And YouTube wasn't really a priority for a lot of those years, and that's fine. Like we were still young, very young. Um, was even in high school and college and middle school for parts of that too. So like, of course, shit changes along the way. Um, I think I think it's just cool hearing those stories in general. I agree it's crazy for sure it's crazy for sure but no you're right it's like i think if you added up all of my content that i've made over the years and stuff i've done for other clients and shit there'd probably be a good like 1000 hours of content Mm -hmm. and then like if you go back and you think of ah that's probably a little too much maybe like 700 hours and then you go back and you think of like how much that took to make well maybe double that so like 1400 hours Mm -hmm. uh it's only about 2,500 hours overall. And it, you know, people say it takes about 10,000 hours to master something. Maybe I've gotten to that 10,000 hours. Like it's possible. I'm probably missing some other things that I'm, that I'm not thinking of now, but at the end of the day, I, I think there's still like so much more I could be doing to where you're right. Like that eight, that eight years, doesn't equal up to eight years of work. It's just eight no. years of time in which I did some work during those eight years. <laughs> yeah. Basically like a year in, in our definition is like, did you put out one video this year? Okay. <laughs> yeah. You, you technically worked on YouTube for a year, mm. I guess. Yeah. Um, which is why like we have a lot of people on our discord to go off and on with YouTube all the time. But like, um, even with them, they still have a long way to go. They're still very early in their journeys. So, Mm-hmm. It'll be cool to follow that. Definitely. But I think what, um, I think my big takeaway from yours, like I said, was that if you love what you're doing, like you're going to keep doing it mm-hmm. um, regardless. I think you could say the same for mine, but I think another big takeaway from mine is that it's okay to put things on the back burner at times. Absolutely. <laughs> so if you're like really considering quitting YouTube and unless YouTube is like your sole financial source, which is stupid, you should probably fix that. <laughs> LOL. Uh, we've talked about that before on the podcast. But like if, if unless it's your sole financial source of income, if you're really stressing out about YouTube that much, I would say put it on the back burner for a couple months. Come back to sure. it. Because... Yeah. It's not going to, I mean, it might mess with you in the algorithm a little bit, but like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Who honestly Again, cares? If it's giving you I that think, much stress. <laughs> I think everybody listening to this podcast and everybody in our discord is still so very early on. I think it would so not too. affect any of them. Now, if you're like a 10 year veteran listening to this podcast, one, thank you. Shout us out Two, Agreed. <laughs> you know, that's a little bit of a different circumstance <laughs> and scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and in that case, we probably offer a little bit of different advice. But no, like for most people, taking a break, uh, waiting for things on the back burner, putting things on the back burner, um, exploring your other creative interests, um, doing other things with art, right? Like for many people, YouTube is just a season where they make videos and then decide, oh, I like doing music better. And that's mm-hmm. cool, right? As long as Definitely. you're expressing yourself and having fun with it, like who cares where it's at? or when you do it right you still have so much time i think um just in general i agree there's there's so many other things out there that you can do especially creative wise that like 
people put too much energy into YouTube. I'd argue there are some people in our community who maybe shouldn't be doing YouTube, but should just be writing Mm -hmm. or should just be doing music or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I think there's definitely a place for YouTube in any kind of creative venture, but maybe it's not something you need to do now. Maybe that's something you need to do in the future when you've gotten your other shit built up. Right. Um, and then, then again, there's some people who, who are like me, who like a lot of like doing a lot of different types of projects. And so like it, it almost makes sense for me to do YouTube along with everything else. But even then, I don't know if that's good advice to give. So I'm figuring that out myself. We'll see. That is a as, we'll see moment, honestly. As, as we continue along on this journey, who knows where things are going to go as far as that front is concerned. Um, yeah. I think just thinking back on, on all those older projects that I quit was like a lot of shit was just hard to do, right? That's fair. Like I didn't have money for a capture card, so I went and spent 50 bucks on a Dazzle and it worked like shit. And then I'm like, well, fuck this, right? Mm-hmm. Or I'd get into a, a group Let's Play channel with a bunch of high school friends and then <laughs> they didn't want to do it. And then like, well, what you know, I guess I got to go back to doing my own thing. I did this floater show for a while for fun, trying to, to get somewhere in that community and forum and then lost interest in it. And now like flash and all that kind of tore that whole forum apart now. So it's like, um, even going back to Animasher, right. Of like making online animations, like that platform doesn't mm-hmm. even exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like I, you've lost a period of Aiden creating video in some form. Because there's no way, and I didn't back up any of that shit because I was a dumb kid who didn't know how to use Hypercam. I have a few, but like not a lot (laughs) um, that I might post one day, but not for a while. Even Uh, if you were to restart some of those projects, you'd start it off a lot better than when you left it, though. So I I started off a lot better, right? But like, you know, so there there have been things that I've put off for for a long time or things that are gone or whatever, Uh, but I've always moved on to the next thing, I guess. And, um, Mm-hmm. I think even with YouTube, if it gets to a point where, like, it's not sustainable or it's not something I want to do anymore or I lose interest, like, I will I could quit, and that could be sad for a lot of people, but, like, True. chances are I'll still be online doing some other wacky fucking project because that's where my brain likes to go and that's what I like doing, you know? Like, if I didn't have to do YouTube, I might just go all in on voice acting. I might make machinima. Like I would make like fucking shows with like game engines or whatever. Like I'd get weird. I'd focus more on music. I'd do all sorts of stuff. Like there's so many avenues and possibilities that like if I quit YouTube, so what? Like I'll be doing a billion other things here and there. But I I think that's just how I'm wired. I want to make things. I want to create things. And whether it's on YouTube, ultimately at the end of the day, doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. like I can quit it and still move on and still be fine. <laughs> I, I agree. I'd say the same for myself. It's just like, there, there is a certain aspect to video that you can't recreate in other forms of content that we do. Sure. And so like, I would miss that aspect a lot, but I could definitely like just go all in on podcasts or live yeah. streaming or. I don't know if I'd want to go all in on live streaming, actually. But I could do podcasts. I could do writing. I could do music. I could definitely do music, right? So it's... No, you're right. I, I think that if it's a topic where you're thinking, I want to quit YouTube, um, 
but you have other creative projects, like really do consider maybe that is a possibility. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe what you do isn't. It just comes down to whether you enjoy it, because like even with what you were saying with your old projects, like a lot of what you quit was either because somebody else um, didn't enjoy doing it anymore and you were in a group project with them or you lost interest in something. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's definitely happened with me over the years. Like I lost interest in Let's Plays for a little while. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's aspects of Let's Plays that I've still lost interest in. <laughs> Um, but there's other, there's definitely other projects that I just stopped doing it because either I lost interest in it or there wasn't enough time. That's the other big one is just right. not having enough time. So much time <laughs> dedicated to this stuff. I you guess. had a lot of ideas. It, it kind of. <laughs> exactly. I guess, um, cause we were, we had mentioned this at the start, like there are good reasons for quitting. Yeah. Um, and I think we've established at this point that when we say quit, we just really mean pivot at this point. Um, yeah. Because I imagine the people that love doing YouTube are at least in some form creative and will continue to be creative regardless of whether or not it's on YouTube. Um, so with all that being said, what do you think are some good reasons or um, when do you think, when do you think it'd be time to do so? I guess, what are the signs I guess that maybe YouTube isn't something I should be doing and, all that sort of stuff. Right. I think, I, I think first off, I would have a long conversation with yourself and with the people around you and figure out like whether or not it is truly something you enjoy doing, what you enjoy about it, what you don't enjoy about it, because we don't enjoy everything about YouTube. There's aspects of it that's frustrating. We've talked um, about them before. <laughs> we have talked about it before. So figure that out first and then decide like, okay, do I want to take a break then? Is a break possible? Right. And then if you take that break and you you realize that you don't want to come back to it, then maybe that's a viable reason it. to not come back to it, right? Yeah. Like if you absolutely if you let it go, don't want to do it. And it don't come back, like let it go. <laughs> let yeah. it go. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I would say I know that certain people have uh, life situations whether it be financial or family or, you know, relationships health. or health or whatever it may be. And if it's, if it's YouTube that is actively destroying your health and your relationships and your family and your finances, then that is a time where you need to consider not being so serious about it, consider taking a break, or may, maybe, maybe it is super practical for you to consider quitting it. It might be. Right. Um Unfortunately, a lot of this comes down to self-awareness. Yeah. And I think, like, it's hard for me to, to talk about those life circumstance stuff because, like, again, me and Zach are very young. We don't have, in the grand scheme of things, a whole lot of responsibilities mm-hmm. um, compared to people like Calfro, right, who, like, is a parent, <laughs> you know? Obviously, that shit comes first before all that. Right. Um, so I think definitely figuring out your priorities and if at any point YouTube crosses or messes with any of those big life priorities um, to the point where you're not able to feed yourself, feed your kids, your mental health is garbage and YouTube's destroying it from the inside out, you physically can't do it anymore, um, you're bullied into it, like you're not in it for the right circumstances, like any of those I feel like are, are good reasons. Mm-hmm. Um 
to quit, or at the very least, again, like Zach said, take a break and wait and see, right? Because, again, even for people in this scenario, as parents and all that sort of stuff, time is still very much on their side with a lot of that. You may just be in a season where, like, YouTube isn't fit for you, and come down the road when, like, your kids are grown and in college and you want to do it again, like, do it again. YouTube will still be here. Mm -hmm. You got time. (laughs) You ain't in no rush. (laughs) Like, there's time. You know? So maybe take that break. Um, But definitely for really intense life circumstances, please, if it's, like, you staying alive or doing YouTube, stay alive instead. I'd much rather you be happy and living than killing yourself on YouTube. So, like... It's called another YouTube podcast, but, like, you should be alive first. <laughs> yeah. Or happy. That's happy, Significantly more important. Yeah. There's there's just certain aspects to where people can get in the mindset of quitting something. And we'll take it beyond YouTube. Just anything. A hobby, a job, a relationship, whatever it may be. I, I think it really comes down to, like, what is your reason for doing it? What is your reason for quitting? Like, why do you want to quit? Is it because you don't have as much time to do it? Well, then what are you using your time for? We've talked about time management before. Maybe you're spending your time on some stupid shit and you could be using that time for the YouTube shit that you're worried about not having enough time for. Mm -hmm. Um, If it's finances, um, are you not able to get a job? Do you not want to get a job? Does the job that you have take too much of your time? Can you diversify? Can you diversify? Can you do more than just YouTube and stream on Twitch and make money from it? Like, is that a possibility? Or are you still super early to where you need a job to support it? Maybe you should check out freelancing. I don't know. It it, it comes down to a lot of, like I said, self-awareness, figuring out like your whys behind why you're doing it to begin with, but Mm -hmm. also your whys behind why you want to quit because those are going to be different for most people. And, and expectations are definitely a huge factor in a lot of that. Oh, absolutely. If you go in and you're like, I want 100 million subscribers, and then you get demotivated and like somebody asks you why you want to do it, and, and your answer is, I wanted 100 million subscribers, well, like, you know, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, there's like, what, what expectations are you going into this with? What challenges are you facing? Can those challenges be overcome? Or are they too much of a barrier. Um, and even going back a little bit to what, what patients said earlier, does this in the last episode in comments about hustle culture and all that sort of stuff, does this need to be an empire? Does this need to be something that that's a business or is it a hobby? Right? Like at least know that if you can figure that out first, (laughs) you can set yourself up for, for being able to tackle YouTube and not worrying about that sort of stuff. If you, from the get go say either this is a hobby or this is a business. Um, because confusing those and mixing those lives together can get very, very dangerous and can lead to a lot of people quitting as well. Um, but expectations, first and foremost, like, what are you wanting to get out of it in the first place? And is it possible that maybe YouTube won't provide that for you and other platforms will? Um, again, you have to find that out for yourself and you have to you have to be able to look around. But I hope that like the reason you're quitting isn't the, oh, it's too hard. Or it right. takes too much time. Right. I would hope that the, the reasons that you provide are, are strong enough on their own that, like, you know, we don't need to be there for it, basically. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. They, I, I feel like we can give a lot of the basic feedback for here, but a lot of it's going to come down to, like, your very specific reasons. The expectations one, man, because, like, 
if you're coming into YouTube starting as a hobby but expecting it to be a business, well then you're fucked. <laughs> I don't even think it's I don't even think that it's your fucked. It's that you just need to be working harder at it. It's like quitting it isn't gonna fix your expectations. Like by quitting YouTube, you're not gonna get a million subscribers. Sure. But if you work harder, you might. <laughs> so, you know, maybe maybe quitting is your answer. Maybe working harder at it is your answer. Or lowering those expectations. Being like, you know what? Fuck it. I, st- I, I enjoy doing this. I'm not going to get a million subscribers. Uh, I guess I'm going to work less on it and just do it when I want to. Like, how do you deal with adversity, right? Like, what... What comes in your mind when a problem hits you? How do you react to it? How do you solve it? And how do you continue moving forward? Um, Because we talked a lot about like content creation and YouTube specifically is a game of adapting to changes, Mm -hmm. going with the punches of the internet and working toward that despite all the bullshit because you enjoy doing it. Um, That can be a very key way to understand early on, like when the first big setback hits you, how you react to it and where you decide to go can be a pretty big tell, um, I find at least. Because some people will go, oh, this is an awful setback. I need to work harder, change up my strategy. And others will go, I need to quit. (laughs) And you know what? If that's you, like, totally cool with it. You go do you, fam. A lot of other things to try out in the world. If your answer is, like, I need to try something else, though, I feel like you probably have a good reason of why you're doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I guess the because uh, it's about at adapting at the end of the day. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I guess going off of that and kind of ending my thoughts on the whole topic. I don't know if you have anything else, but uh, when it comes to there's a, there's a certain group of people, probably like the uh, middle class of YouTube, the mid tier size channels and stuff, mm-hmm. that they get worried about plateauing. They get worried about not growing as fast as they used to. They feel like uh, they're not getting as many viewers as they used to, that kind of thing. And it's it goes back to like that patient comment about Empire because if you're doing well, but you're thinking about quitting YouTube because you're not doing better than you are now, mm-hmm. well, then you just got to get your head out of your ass. <laughs> yeah, well, that's for one. I think, yeah. I think even too... If you're in that middle class or even the upper class, and I know we haven't talked a lot about them because we don't have as much experience, mm-hmm. um, that could be a key opportunity if you do feel like quitting to at least still find a way to keep that community around so that yeah. if you want to pivot to something because YouTube turns out is not your forte or something bad happened and you have to pivot, um, keeping that audience around will allow you to do that without having to worry, right? Most definitely. So like. You don't want to do YouTube anymore? Get yourself a Discord. Get yourself an email list. Quit and pivot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, don't do it unless you have a backup, right? Because you don't want to build all that shit up from the ground up again. Uh, I don't have time for that. A lot of y'all don't have time for that. Right. Um, but like, if you're already big, if you have a middle class, if you have a community of people, build that community. Make sure there's a place for them, whether it's a Facebook group, a Discord, an email list, something, Right. So that when you decide to quit, you can immediately be like, I'm doing this instead. Send out that little announcement. Send out that little email. Type in the group. And then you're right back to where you were on a different platform. Um, If YouTube turns out not to be what you want. 
Because what yeah, a lot of people end sure. up doing, if you're bigger or middle class, will just burn all their bridges down when they quit. Like they decide <laughs> they're going to go like scorch earth, nuke so everything stupid. and ruin everything. And uh, for how much work you took to get there, I think it's a little bit stupid to kind of burn every bridge. Uh, but some people are crazy. So who knows? Maybe that's maybe yeah. that's your strategy. So <laughs> that's true. There's there's a certain level of opportunity there as a bigger creator that gives you the opportunity to quit more often because like if there's certain aspects of YouTube you don't enjoy, maybe you don't like editing, you can hire an editor. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't like being on camera anymore. Depending on your channel, you might be able to get a new personality in there. Right. And you could just be the one editing it, right? Or maybe you don't like writing scripts anymore. You get to, you could get a writer. And so some people will say that your channels will feel more inauthentic that way. Unauthentic. But, like, if it's really bothering you that much to the point where you're going to quit, like, maybe replacing certain aspects of your content is going to be better for your community and your audience than for you quitting altogether. So really, like... Consider the, consider your options, right? Delegate as much as possible if it's something that's really stressing you out. Take a break. Maybe you haven't taken a break in a long time. Like, take that break. And like Aiden said, if you want to pivot, you want to do something differently. Like, what's so awesome about doing video content on YouTube is that it does open up a lot of doors for other aspects Absolutely. of uh, the entertainment industry. Not even just yeah. as a big creator. Yeah. You have the skill set. You can do freelancing, all sorts of stuff. You can go work on movies, TV shows, really cool. like be an actor. You know, there's there's a lot of opportunities out there. Um, and I think you got to figure like, out. If YouTube again is stressing you and worrying you, and you've been doing this for for how many years? It, I think I think even even early on, considering what the next step is, I guess because even though YouTube is going to be around forever. I'm not anticipating it to be my entire internet career. Same. You know, if I do YouTube for 60 or 70 years, great. But I'm mm -hmm. also planning ahead to the point where like, I'm not going to get to the point where I feel stressed and feel like I've been doing this for too long because hopefully by that point, I've moved on to step phase two. I've moved on to plan two, Same. right? Like <laughs> I moved on to bigger and better things. And if you're a YouTuber and you want to move on to bigger and better things, like start planning that shit at, shit out now while you have the momentum instead of mm -hmm. quitting and not having any of it right so like uh figure out what what's next in store for you before you decide to quit so that at least you have a plan of somewhere to go to bigger brighter pastures right like what else do you want to do uh figure that stuff out i know even i think even smaller channels should be like if youtube doesn't work out which hey let's be honest mathematically most of them won't. <laughs> right. If we're being honest with ourselves, <laughs> most of these channels will not work out. What's the next step in that plan? Or what's a backup plan? Have that available early and look at it often. And you can be set up to where if it doesn't work out, no big deal. I'm able to move on to the next thing. Um, like if you're a student athlete and you want to be in the NBA all your life and you don't make it to the NBA, well, like, fuck it. There's like 80 other sports. <laughs> You're fucking ripped, dude. Do what you want, man. <laughs> Have a true. backup plan. Have something else ready. Like you can't do YouTube forever, right? So what's coming up after that? If you don't already know that, um, I, I'd start thinking about it at the very least. I like the idea of having a phase two. Yeah, because I, really do. I get concerned with the, the term backup plan a lot. 
because I used to have a backup plan. My backup plan was becoming a teacher. (laughs) And I decided to get rid of that backup plan because it meant you meant sacrificing more of the original plan or the thing that I actually wanted to do. So I get concerned with there's like a smaller channel that has a backup plan. Like there's, there's definitely an aspect of practicality behind it for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, using your skills that you have and being able to put it towards something else. Like definitely consider that, figure out like what is viable if everything shits the fan tomorrow and you have to start from scratch and do something different. That's not YouTube for sure. Right. But um, I like the, the idea of having a phase two a little bit more because if you put everything into what you, you've got now, if it's something you truly enjoy, and maybe this is for a different episode, honestly, because we're still talking oh, yeah. about quitting. We get a lot into it, for but sure. But like that phase two aspect, um, like I have a phase two. I have a phase two, a phase three. And like even when it comes to like finances, like I have a feeling that financial um, opportunities with YouTube, they're going to continue to grow over the next few years. But in like 5, 10, 15 years, I feel like those opportunities are going to dwindle a lot. And so when I think about like my finances in the future, I'm hoping that I've grown YouTube to an extent and these other things that that we're building now to an extent where I have a, you know, like, decent net worth but then i can start putting that money into other things and start you know increasing my finances and and better ways like real estate and investing and that kind of stuff but like retirement like yeah health healthcare exactly (laughs) healthcare is something i should probably start putting money into when i can make it (laughs) have a production company plan to make a film like exactly again we are so young we have so much time on this earth that like the idea that we're going to spend all of it making 10 minute YouTube videos is like a little bit absurd. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel like for people who've gotten really successful and who hate it and who want something else to do, having somewhat of a phase two in mind, step two, what's next um, can keep your mind active and and continuing to do the the mundane shit that you have to do now Mm -hmm. because you know, like down the road, there's a, there's a brighter tunnel at the end of it. Um, But you know, like, I'm going to be honest, we're still very early in YouTube where people did YouTube for fun, luck happened, and now a lot of mm-hmm. these people are in a scenario where they didn't even think they'd be making money at this. That's and now true. you're telling me they have to think beyond that? Like, you know? Um, where it's a little bit different for our generation, I find, because, like, YouTube's established now, it's been a thing, we've seen what other YouTubers have done and how they've transitioned, we at least have that benefit of the doubt, um... And we've seen what's happened. Now it's just our turn to implement it, I feel. No, you're right. Yeah, because a lot of the bigger, older YouTubers, they like you said, it was kind of luck-based. And you, you watch their like 1,000 subscriber, 100,000, million subscriber videos, and they're like crying and amazed and like, right. like so grateful because they never be thought anything like that would be yeah. possible. And I'm thinking about like my future on this platform and if I grow the way that I would like to and if I continue to work hard to get there, like I'm definitely going to have a lot of the same like grateful mentality. I'm still very appreciative of everything that I've gotten now from this platform. But also I feel like I've put a lot of like the practicality and the work ethic behind it and I've been doing it for so long to where like I do have some expectations of where I'd like to be at some point. Mm-hmm. 
to where I've hopefully been putting the work ethic behind it to make those expectations more practical, more of a reality. Um, I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to say, I never thought I would be here. Right. Absolutely. Because I'm hoping that I had been working hard enough to get there in the first place. But, um, yeah. I think we're still very much in the progress, in the journey, in the building Mm -hmm. phase. Absolutely. (laughs) You have a whole podcast called The Come Up for a Reason, right? Yeah. That is the state of the career that we are at now. We are these small YouTubers doing a small YouTube podcast in the greater scheme of things that ultimately blow them out to much. But like, even still, even with where we're at now, kind of taking it back to that whole like PewDiePie Jacksepticeye story, right? Right. Let's say PewDiePie shouts you out one day. Let's say he shouts you out and you have this big audience. You suddenly have success. You've been working all your life for this success. What do you do with it? And I feel like a lot of people don't know that answer. Um, That's true. Jack did. He, he doubled down yeah. on what he was good at <laughs> yeah. and really kicked that into high gear. And that's ultimately what made him succeed. Not the shout out, but what he did with that success. I think I would ask all of you, if you're a small YouTuber, a content creator, an artist, somebody who wants to turn their art into something or make it into something, when your definition of success arrives, what are you going to do with it? Yeah, it's a good What are you going to do with it? I'm not even sure. What am I going to do with it? I don't know. What if Blue Catch Productions got big tomorrow? I don't know. But I feel like it's at least worth having those thoughts and discussions now mm-hmm. instead of 10 years down the road when you've like put so much time into this and you're like, well, fuck, I can't leave now. I don't know, I don't know what to do. Exactly. <laughs> fuck. Exactly. Yeah. I've thought about that a lot and I feel like I know what I would do if it happened tomorrow. But I can absolutely tell you if like the same year that Jacksepticeye got his shout out, if I had gotten a shout out for doing my Let's Plays at that time... I would have crashed and burned. There's no Absolutely. way. I Absolutely. would have crashed and burned and who knows where the fuck I'd be right now. I think if any of our projects that we are doing currently were to suddenly be popping off, I don't think any of them would have a month to stand on, on their own, you know? And God forbid it's like a collab one. Right? Like, what it do we depends do then? on what it is. It depends on what it is. What do we do then? I'm confident in some of my projects. Okay. But you're, like, you, you got a point though. Like, <laughs> right? there are certain aspects of it for sure. It's like, if it was your everyday nerd, like I would just be putting everything else on hiatus and going full in on that. Sure, like that's that would a bit be easier an issue. comparatively. But if it was Back like lines on games, gaming, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What if it's this podcast, right? What if like, it's this podcast? Yeah, we have we have a hard time recording and keeping it on schedule sometimes. Now you're telling me there's a monetary investment in it, and we have an audience now, like. What does that do to the format? What does that do with us? What does that do with our time? You know, yeah. success means a lot of things. Sometimes even leading to more sacrifice than you originally intended. This is true. <laughs> like, this is very true. But again, we are not there yet. Absolutely not. Um, mm-hmm. But I like the idea of at least looking somewhat ahead. Just a yeah. little bit. It's Just a small important. 5% to be like, all right, let's say it does happen. Where do I go from there? Because I feel like that, if you don't have at least some form of that, burnout and quitting are very inevitable which is what we're talking about here (laughs) yeah it's why it's important to have a journey it's why the journey is more important than the destination like still loving it still loving where we're at now to be fair i will say that right up i love where we're at right now (laughs) i am fine (laughs) yeah 
I want to grow and I want it to happen, but I want to be there when it happens, right? Like I want to be the reason that it grew, not because I got a shout out or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, crazy shit though. Yeah, we talked about it a lot. This is interesting. I didn't think it would go quite this direction, but I'm really glad it did. Me too. Dope. So I got one more question that we can get in the comments. Okay. After today's topic, are you quitting YouTube? Yes. Let's do it. Yes. Yes. No, no. I'm still, again, I'm still on board. I'm in, I'm in one of those hiatus periods, but as soon as I have the internet and the means to do it, I'll be right back on it again to hop back on that horse. So Heck yeah. Now I'm excited, as always. I, um, uh, YouTube we were talking and- about it yesterday, but uh, I'm quitting YouTube in December. Got it. <laughs> Made a decision. No, I'm, I'm taking the entire break, the entire December off from uploading. Wow. I made the full decision. Like, that's going to happen. He said it publicly, guys. He actually publicly. means it. Signed it's kind of hype, actually. <laughs> it's out in the open. Uh, but I'll still be working. I'll be working a lot on shit during December. Oh, absolutely. I just won't be just, uploading anything, which is hype. Just not uploading. Cool. Yeah. Well, I believe, with all that being said, it is time to get into comments. I know we have one for sure. We've got two from the Calfro interview. Okay, cool. And we have one from the Getting Ready for 2020. Dope. You're going to have to put them here so I don't have to open up a page and kill my internet. Wow. Okay, I'll give you the patient comment from the 2020 episode. Okay. It's the longest one. The other two are pretty short. So I'll go ahead okay. and read those. Go so Calfro says, I don't know who this Calfro guy is, but holy hell does he sound suave. He sure does sound like your biggest friend. Also unrelated, but anyone with a flower profile image should bring it. <laughs> bring it is in all caps. I love the heat. The sass. And uh, Leah slash slash patient with the flower profile image says... <laughs> You know what? This is bullshit. I will not be gaslighted by a stupid cow with an afro. I'm just going to have to kick his ass on Smash again to put him in his place. It's official. Me and Aiden are now antidepressant buddies. Yay. That's hype. Good for you. I'm excited. I agree. That's dope. Dope. We got a little feud going on, which is pretty funny. Yeah. I like the beef. It gives us more watch time in the end. They'll have to keep commenting on each episode. So (laughs) I'm okay with this. Okay I enjoyed the Calfro interview. I'm glad you guys did too. It was really good. Yeah, same. I wish my audio really quality fun. was a bit better and Discord wasn't as shitty. But, yeah. uh, hey, you do what you gotta do. You do what you gotta do. Epic. Um, can you check the email while I read this one? Yeah, I can go and check the email. Give me one second. Another YT podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. That shit Hit up. us up with them uh, comments, questions, suggestions, all that good stuff. Any of that shit. Anyway, so this is off of what episode specifically? Uh, getting ready for YouTube, the last one, 45. Okay, so getting ready for 2020. Patient writes, I, Aiden, so for the yeah. next Fire Red episode, I'm going to write a three-paragraph bitch comment where I rip every single move Zach makes in the game and scream at him about it just for you. I'm excited because we recorded that shit. <laughs> you better, <laughs> I better see. That sounds I better see, because there's a lot to choose from. I'll just say there's, that. There's a lot. I'm not spoiling the next couple episodes, but there's a lot to choose from, specifically. Um, Jeez. 
She goes on to say, touching on the monetization, if I really wanted to make my channel eligible for monetization, I probably could, especially with the types of videos I'd make. The only issue would probably be watch time. But if either of you need watch time, hit me up. I got a lot of free time, LaMeo. Well, when season one of Back to the Video Games is over, there's going to be one video. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Video Games, season one, parentheses. It's going to be like a couple hours long. You can just sit back, relax, and watch that whole video. And the yeah, watch time cut. will come yeah. rolling in. But for this podcast, that one's pretty easy. Just get the playlist of all the episodes, leave them playing, and you're done. <laughs> you ain't yeah, gotta, you ain't gotta watch them. You can just have them in the background, listening, getting value. So, hey, what are you gonna do? Value. Uh, she goes on saying, "I'm super excited to see how you two do in 2020. Seeing streams come back on Ian's part will be great. Even if my internet struggles to keep up, I'm looking forward to see what wild and ass shit Zach comes up with. Me too, in general." <laughs> Indeed. As for my future, most of it is going to be spent fixing my mental health, accepting myself, and hopefully being happy and gradually ease myself back into creating again. I want to start a blog of some variety where I can just talk about things I really enjoy or really fucking hate. I want to casually keep creating Smash videos. I want to get back hard into photography. But my day-to-day life is such a struggle with my current mental health state that doing all of these things will take time, and I've accepted that. I want to be able to go through a day without having terrible thoughts or being exhausted after socializing slash doing anything physical. That's what I want at the end of 2019 and the whole of 2020. I know it's probably going to take longer than that, especially with the problems I have, but it'll definitely improve in that time. It's been really holding me back. Uh, It's been really holding me back. I started doing October through photography, but my mental health crashed bad and it's been a struggle to even get outside at times, let alone set up and shoot. This was a good podcast episode until Zach started gaslighting me about me talking about my favorite games, SMH, ruined the whole four-hour podcast. It's over. It's ruined. Damn. Daniel. Indeed. Anyway, good on you, though. No, that's Mental great. health is that's like a great year. goal for any year, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's hype. I hope myself, too. Absolutely. Put that it's, on my uh, list. If you can't. If, if you're not working on your mental health and you can't have, like, a good day, then you're not going to be able to really work on anything else pretty well. So, I understand. That's epic. If the health challenge has taught me anything, it's how inadequate I am at living. <laughs> <laughs> Same. If I had a report card from my health, it'd be a B minus. <laughs> but now Fucking we're kind of, we're insane. bringing it up. We're bringing it up to, like, a C plus. I'm impressed, you know. We're, we're That's good. Yeah. That's good. I feel the same. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was on a failing grade. Yeah. They were about to flunk me, but uh yeah. You know you know those report cards are like the teacher could write in comments or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Be like Zach has a lot of potential with his health. Unfortunately, uh-huh. he's not putting in the full amount of effort required to pass the class. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Life is all about potential that I have just completely wasted until recently. <laughs> Even then, I'm still fucking up, so... <laughs> Teachers always had a weird way about, like, complimenting you, but also being like, you need to try harder. <laughs> You've done nothing in this class. <laughs> I would always get the... Zach was a joy to have in class. Aw. That's so sweet. That's hype. Until high school, the end of high school happened, where it was like, Zach has a lot of potential, but sometimes I feel like he's not getting enough sleep. <laughs> really? <laughs> You're that telling me? Right. You're telling me? Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, damn. But thank you for the comment, patient. It was really nice reading yeah. it. Thanks for and all if the you have comments. Any more, 
we will get back to them. Uh, and as well for future episodes as well. We're not a week ahead anymore. <laughs> so Ooh. the comments should actually be quicker to read, hypothetically. Um, but you can also check out our email, anotheryt.podcast at gmail.com. Thoughts, yeah, suggestions, boy. questions. And if you want to be interviewed, hit, hit us up on that. That's true. That's we true. Do that. We're going to be... I think we might try to do some interviews in December since we're not going to be uploading in December. Yeah. That'd I guess cool you signed me on to that, didn't you? By you saying you're not uploading anything in December, now I have to not for the podcast. For the podcast, well. at least. Yeah. Well, because I'm going to be the one that uploads anyway, so. Sure. I guess, yeah. I guess so. I don't, I don't have enough control in the situation. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> I don't have power dynamic in here. Uh, time to quit the podcast. LOL. <laughs> nah, so I, just, I guess in that regards, uh, our last episode for 2019 will be out at the end of, ooh, at the end of November. Yeah. Um, we'll probably do our like 2019 year in review uh, either probably at the beginning of January, I guess. That would probably be the best way to do that. We have a lot of topics, too, to, to cover for the rest of the year and going into 2020. But as always, still send in shit because that would be helpful. Yes, absolutely. For sure. And thank you to our sponsor, Awesome Creator Academy and Anchor as well. You guys yeah. are pretty epic. They are pretty epic. Check those out in the show notes. As a whole. Or the description. Mm-hmm. It's epic. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think we're good. You know what? I just realized. Yeah. You have not mentioned your magnum opus. I'm quitting YouTube this entire podcast. Oh. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. There's a song called I'm Quitting YouTube. Uh, (laughs) If you want, like, you listen to it on Spotify. (laughs) If you want the short version of this podcast, go to Spotify. (laughs) Check that song out, and it's basically the same thing. And if you relate to it, then you probably should quit YouTube. That song's funny, though. It's a bop. Yeah, it's Absolutely. all about this dude with really high expectations. He's not getting enough subs. Nobody is watching any of his, his shit, so he's going to quit YouTube. I agree. <laughs> so, yeah. Pop, pop, banger. I Anyways. agree. <laughs> I've been Zach. And I've been Aiden. And thank you for listening to this episode of another YouTube podcast. I'm quitting YouTube. I'm quitting YouTube. I was 16 when I started to make videos on the internet. I had to make my dreams come true by uploading shit to YouTube. If you were there, you wouldn't blame me. Everybody else was doing it. I wanted to be famous. I wanted to make money. But now I'm done with this bullshit. I'm quitting YouTube. I'm quitting YouTube. I'm sure you would too. I'm quitting YouTube I've been doing it for far too long I wanna go find a real job I'm quitting YouTube I'm sure you would too If you were there you wouldn't blame me Everybody else was doing it 
I wanted to be famous, I wanted to make money, but now I'm done with this bullshit, I'm quitting YouTube, I'm quitting YouTube, I'm sure you would too, I'm quitting YouTube, it's not like I haven't paid all my dues, Every video I made it only got like two views I even got a comment from some random dude His username was yo, I got free nudes He told me that I should go kill myself And if I didn't do cocaine, I, I would probably do that I'd share with my friends what they would tell me they ain't watching That's why I got rid of them too That's right, fuck you Tanner I'm quitting YouTube I'm quitting YouTube I'm sure you would too I'm quitting YouTube I'm quitting YouTube I'm sure you would too I'm quitting YouTube I've been doing it for far too long I wanna go find a real job I'm quitting YouTube I'm sure you would too